Today we are located in Annapolis, Maryland, and it is October 6th, 2020. Today, the very special guests that I will be interviewing are Frederick Douglass, who is a former slave who eventually gained his freedom, and Tara Westover, who is a Mormon who grew up in a very strict household and started college at age 17 at BYU. Our first guest of the day is Frederick Douglass. How are you doing today? I am doing great, and thanks for having me. I hope you are ready to answer the five questions I've prepared for you today. Of course I am. Thanks. Okay, then. Let's get started. So, Frederick, tell me, how did you prepare yourself mentally for freedom? What did you do? Well, I learned to read and write from one of my former owner's wife, Sophia, and that was a great thing for me. The literacy I learned would allow me to acquire a stable job, and I would be able to stand up to people. The second thing I did was I started to resist Covey. I fought against Covey mentally and physically to make it known that I would not stand for his inhumane actions. Wow, that is so interesting. How are you able to prepare for your freedom this way and fight against your former owner? We also see during the story that you were contemplating about giving up. What made you change your mind from giving up to continuing to fight for your freedom? What made me change my mind was when I was sitting near the banks of the Chesapeake Bay watching the sailboats on a Sunday. Those sailboats inspired me to keep fighting because I knew that one day I would be free just like the people on those boats. I'm so happy that you were able to keep fighting because look at all you have achieved and you would never have been able to achieve that if you had given up on that day. Moving on to the next question, what were your thoughts on the abolitionist movement? Well, me and many abolitionists argued about how the Civil War was to end slavery. I stated that African Americans should be allowed to engage in the fight for their freedom. I loved the abolitionist movement and respected it, and I became the leader of it. African Americans fought for their freedom and gained it. Before I became the leader, African Americans were not going to fight. It helped me mentally in a ton of ways. I love how you fought so hard for this important cause because people, because without people like you, who knows what slavery would be like to this day. Another question here. Frederick, which punishment do you believe was the most impactful on your mental health while working for Kobe? I would have to say that the most impactful punishment that I had while working for Kobe was on a very hot day and we had been working for hours until I finally collapsed. Covey continued to hit me with a plank and caused me to bleed from my head. This affected my mental health by making me feel like I was weak and that Covey was better than me. Covey was known for breaking slaves and he had broken me. And I even contemplated taking my own life. It is so sad and unfair the way they treat slaves. I can't even begin to imagine the pain you were in. And nobody should be treated in any type of way like this. Now moving on to the last question, what did you do after you became free to get back on your feet and become mentally stable and help others? After I escaped freedom and became a free man, I started operating as a spokesperson. I gave numerous speeches about life about my life experiences. I gave these speeches for William Lloyd Garrison's American Anti-Slavery Society. I did all this to assist the abolitionist cause. I also did this to counter early charges that someone like me could not be a slave. I wanted to help all slaves to be free and have a better life. Thank you for coming in today to let me interview you. It was a pleasure talking to you and learning more about you. 
Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I now have the honor to present you Tara Westover. Tara, it is so nice having you with us today to answer some of the questions I have about your struggles of growing up as a Mormon with very strict parents. I am so happy to be here, and I am am ready to answer all of the questions you have prepared for me. Okay, then. Let's get started. My first question for you, Tara, is while questioning whether or not you should attend BYU, what was the deciding factor that made you make up your mind to go? Overall, I think that I was looking out for my future. I knew that if I did not take advantage of this opportunity to get an education, I might have never gotten one. With an education, I would be able to get a good job after college. In the end, I'm so happy that I decided to go against my father's wishes and attend the school because I learned so many new things that I never knew before. I love how you put yourself and your future before your father's wishes because it is your future, not his. Thank you so much. That means a lot to me. Uh, For the second question, how did growing up in a strict Mormon home have an impact on your life? And how did you overcome some of the struggles? Well, growing up as a Mormon had an impact on my life because I was not like some of the other girls. And my father was very strict and sometimes abusive. One thing that definitely impacted me was the lack of education I received. Since I never had a proper education, I did not know the simplest things. An example of one of those things was that I did not know what the Holocaust was. I had to overcome this by working extra hard and reminding myself that every day it will get better. This must have been so hard for you to adjust to new things, and I know that I would struggle if I was you in this situation. But I'm glad you were able to continue working hard and telling yourself to never give up. Uh, My next question is, when seeing the way your roommates act, how does... How does that influence you, and what are your thoughts in your head when you see them act this way? The way my roommates act definitely tempts me to act like that also. When they're going out with friends, but I can't because it's the Sabbath day, it makes me sad sometimes, and I am tempted to join. I also struggle mentally because I feel out of place and that I don't fit in with my roommates. I also think of the fun they're probably having without me, but I always have to remind myself of my beliefs. I love how you stuck to your beliefs and never gave into the temptation, no matter how hard it was for you. Moving on to my fourth question, what was going through your mind when you found out what the Holocaust was after asking about it in class? After I asked about it in class, I felt very embarrassed and regretful for asking. I definitely didn't want people to think that I would make fun of something so serious. But I was also never taught about it, so it's really not my fault. I also felt regretful because now everyone thought that I was making fun of it when that wasn't my intention whatsoever. This makes me sympathize for you so much because it is not fair that you didn't know about the Holocaust because nobody ever taught you about anything like this. Finally, since you eventually left your family to pursue education, what struggles did you go through mentally while pursuing this choice? And what made you the most reluctant to do this? It was so difficult because I was leaving behind all I've ever known. I was leaving my dad, my mom, and my siblings. I struggled mentally not knowing if I was making the right choice because I was going against everything I had been taught by getting an education. It made me very reluctant to go with my choice to attend, go through with my choice to attend BYU because I knew that it was not what my dad wanted and I thought that I would be letting him down. And that was my last question 
for you. And that concludes our interview. Thank you so much for coming in, Tara. It was so nice to hear your story and meet you. It was my pleasure. It was nice to meet you, too. I hope that this informs people how important education is to young people. I'm sure it will. Thank 